This is Analog Spectrum. One likes the Pina Colada song, one doesn't. Can you guess which is which? All right, I'm going to hit the record button. Do it. And we are back. We're back. And honestly, we uh, if you listen to our last podcast, you know that we're, again, recording all these on the same day. And we just had a... Uh, a lunch that had some brisket and mac and cheese. So for this podcast, uh, Doug and I, this is Tony, Doug and I are just going to snore. Yeah, we're just going to fall asleep in our chairs and big fat bellies. <laughs> oh my God. That was, <laughs> that was an awesome it lunch, was, man. It was pretty good. Yeah, I yeah, loved it. it so, good. All right, so... Uh, uh, no. What are you talking about today? We are going to talk about uh, our history uh, with cars and our, to explain... Our automotive history. Uh, yes, both Doug and I uh, are probably... Uh, on some level, gearheads. Yeah, car nerds at least. Yes, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put credit to. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Doug's probably a little bit more than I am, but I did. I was a mechanic for several years, so uh, we're going to see where this goes. We're definitely going to start uh, back when both of us probably first got our driver's license and mm. uh, and what our first vehicles were, and and kind of go from there. So well, I have made a list of all the vehicles that I've owned. I did that too because I, you I think I do have. That. I, I'm sure I missed probably a couple here and there, but I, I don't see. I have. Uh, I only have. You know. I think that you. You're. I'm almost embarrassed to like give mine. Well, I'm transient with vehicles, and uh, it's funny because I, somebody was talking to me the other day about this, and I'm passionate about it. I love my cars, right? But I'm not. I don't cling on to them. Like I'll gladly get rid of this one so I can get a different one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. Because the way I see it is, it's like I want to experience the next one. You know? I, right. I don't. I, I don't, get it. You know, hang on to it forever, sort of deal. Yep. So, so. Uh, well, start by how old were you when you got your 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 driver's license i want to say i mean when was that it wouldn't have how old you were but when was that oh uh, that was probably well i was probably 16 or i think i started driving at 15 illegally because yeah. both of my brothers were older and they had cars yep and so they let me drive on like paper routes and stuff like that and yep. um, you know i grew up in suburbia west palm beach for the most part right um but i want to say i think you had to be 16 to have your license yeah, same if way. I'm if I'm not mistaken, we we had learner's permit at 15. And yeah, then, I think uh, you get your learner's permit. And I also yeah. would steal the keys and take take the car out. I would never do that because my father would literally strangle me if I was right, to do that. But right. um, but I did. My brother let me drive. Mm. Uh, my dad let me drive, mm. um, and he had, gosh, a variety of things. I think my the first vehicle that I probably drove was. Um, my brother's GTO, and then he had a GTO. Oh my! Oh, he had that GTO. Yeah. He never got. Did he ever get rid of it? Uh, not that one. That was a GT thirty-seven, mm. which was different. Um, what? But my my older brother. Yeah, he had a Cutlass Supreme, and he had a GTO. Two fine automobiles. Yeah. So, um, but you know, we'd go do paper routes and stuff, and he'd let me drive, and you know, I could barely see over the. How old dash. Were you? I don't know. It was about 15. Gotcha. I might have done it at 14, but I don't remember that. Yeah. I was thinking I was still on a bicycle. But um, then, yeah, then, you know, my dad got me in behind the wheel and whatever. And um, uh, my stepmom had a, uh, a 1977 Monte Carlo, uh, mm. big ass long boat. And my dad had, I think he probably had his F 250 at that time. Right. And so I drove those around a little bit. Um, and ended up buying. I was I was in high school at the time, so I ended up buying a uh, a scooter, <laughs> just so I didn't have to ride my bike. I hated riding the bus, man. I always felt like it was a cage, you know. I just I hated riding the bus. So um, I rode my bike to school a lot, which I I don't know. I should probably look this up just out of curiosity. But it's probably maybe maybe five miles, six at the most. Mm-hmm. And I was in Florida, so it rained a lot, you know. So I. I ended up getting a scooter, and it was just a little. I wasn't even. I don't think it was a Vespa brand name, but it was like that. But it was the kind that you had to pedal to get oh, going, like a moped. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, so I I drove the shit out of that thing back and forth to school, uh, and that was kind of cool. But then my first car, I remember my dad helped me. We went to a used car lot and oh. um, poking around, and I wanted uh, a, there was a TR6 there, and that's what I wanted. And my dad just, he was all American, you know, Chevy Ford Dodge guy. Yeah. And uh, he's like, ah, bullshit. I ain't let you buy no English car. <laughs> <You know? laughs> probably did you. He did probably you did do me a favor. Yeah. 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 Um, but what we ended up with, that all I could afford, because I had to pay for my own stuff. He, right. he helped me. He co signed, but I had to pay for it. Uh, it was a, I think it was a 76 or a 77 Volkswagen Rabbit. 
Mm. That's what I ended up with. Well, not and, American either. <clears throat> no, but it was German at least, right? <laughs> well, I mean, in his mind. <laughs> okay. You know. Um, well, like I said, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. TR, well, TR6s and TR7s were not. Yeah, I know. Not reliable. Well, at all. The, the, the irony is that that thing did not last two months, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Volkswagen's attempt and they were trying to be economical and all that sort of stuff during the 70s. Yeah. Sort of cars got smaller and cheaper and yeah. Japanese invasion and all that stuff. Um, and it had uh, the shrouds. The, so the radiator was set up like an, an old school car in America. Um, it was it was the radiator. Um, what do you call it? The shroud. The shroud. That's not the right word. The tank basically oh, okay, was yeah. on the top and on the bottom. Right. And all the yeah. fins were in the middle and the water yeah. flowed between them. Well, on the Volkswagen, they were on the sides. Yes. And I, think, I, I don't know what those are called, but a tank is a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. And then so um, those were plastic. Yes. Oh, wow. They were plastic. They were heavy duty plastic, but they were plastic. And, sure. And um, I don't know what happened if I overheated the thing or something. I'm not, the car was a piece of crap, man. I bought it at one of those totally shady plaid jacket used car dealership things, right. you know. And my dad knew the guy. That's why we went there. So anyway, the thing didn't last two months or so. And then that that uh, the coupler mm-hmm. cracked, started leaking. I took it. I didn't know anything about cars at the time. I took it to my dad, and he's like, "Oh, this piece of shit's plastic." So he tried. He tried JB welding it, and uh, that nothing, didn't work. Nothing wrong with that, though. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, so we took it back, and he bitched the guy out. And the guy said, "Okay, okay, I got to tell you what. Instead of taking your money back, and you just pick any other car on the lot." And of course, my mind instantly went to the TR6. Like, says, go get the TR6, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. So I ended up picking a uh, GMC Sprint. And it was a, it was like El Camino, basically. Okay. It's the knockoff of the El Camino. And what did Chevy have? Because the Ford was the El Camino. No, no, no. no. The, 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 Chevy the, was the El Camino and the Ford was the Ranchero. The, the Ranchero. Yep. 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 So that's basically what it was. Yeah. Anyway, so I got, I had that. And that's, that's, that's when we were talking about on a previous podcast where I started in my six by nine wars. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically it had zero room behind the seats, but I had four six by nines cranked in by the seats. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Did you have a speaker just, box or just uh, drop them No, in no, there? they were just sitting back there, man, because oh they were magnetic God. and they just, it's, yeah, that's all <laughs> I had, dude. I didn't have any money. I had no clue what the, I was doing. That's not what the magnet's for, but okay. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> Uh, so you can stick it to the body. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, whatever. That's what it was. <laughs> what about you? What was your first one? Oh, I'm still laughing about that. I got. Oh my god! I keep keep that tucked in. Yeah. Uh, so, give me just a minute. It worked. <laughs> oh my god! No. So, uh, uh, my first car was a hand me down. Uh, mm-hmm. Was a 1972 uh, Pontiac Catalina. Oh wow! Oh my god! It was a land land yacht. Yeah, land yacht. Uh, so it was my uncle's car, uh-huh. uh, and my dad bought it for my brother. Okay. And my brother drove it for a little while, and then my sister drove it for a little while, and then it ended up in my possession. Okay. And I think we, I might have had it for like three years. Wow, that's and a long time. It really is. But but uh, what I remember about that car, very similar, you know, like my my brother had put a stereo in there that he'd bought on Crutchfield. You mm-hmm. know, it was like it was like you know uh, you know the most you know cassette player, right? It, you know, sitting in that hole in the dash. God, mm-hmm. it was so rickety and. Uh, uh, and had six by nines and some door speakers that he put in, like him and his friends, and it was just, yeah. you know, God. I didn't know. care. I really didn't. If it go loud, I was. Yeah. It. That's all I cared and, and, about. And it, it did. It did. Uh, you know, it would play. You know, as, as for that time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't about it sounding good. It was about no, it yeah, exactly. Loud. Yeah, it'd be loud. Yeah. And uh, but one thing about that car, uh, or maybe two, but one thing definitely about that car, uh, had the Pontiac four hundred. Oh, nice. So it, it uh, yeah, and you know. Uh, Everybody kind of looks at well, definitely uh, Chevy uh, and and Ford to, to maybe to a lesser extent. I was def- I was always a GM guy. Mm-hmm, like, same here. Like, like yeah, I was always a GM guy. You know, it's just what I felt very loyal to. But uh, uh, Pontiac never did like the small block, big block thing. You know, right. they just had they just had one block and it, whatever yes. they punched it out to. So they did. They had a three fifty. They had a four hundred. They had a four fifty five. Uh, you know, the blocks were always very similar in size. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, for a while there, they used Oldsmobile, Oldsmobile's uh, 403. Uh, but this thing just, all it had, and, and I'm going to be very honest, all it had was a, a two-barrel, mm-hmm. you know, Weber, uh, not Weber, uh, uh, Roch- Rochester? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Rochester was a carburetor maker for them. And, uh, and uh, but damn, you know, and so, like, I would, 
like like take that thing and just at a red light just spin the tires all mm. flipping day long mm. and so as quick as i could burn them off i just buy another set of retreads right. you know and i was slapping retreads on that thing like crazy but That's it was funny. it was fast for yeah. a big land yacht. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah yeah it was crazy fast uh so i i had a real uh you know real love uh, for pontiac you know I, what i really wanted was a uh uh, a, a Firebird or a Trans Am, right. you know, and uh, the, I always got a, had a uh, real uh, what was it like the seventy one, seventy two body soft for the Trans Am. Okay, yeah, with that all, long nose. Yeah, well, the F body it looked like you know, but it was mm. uh, I forgot what it, it had like some sort of like it said like SD or something like that. I can't remember, but uh, but it was just an insane car. Uh, but I, but obviously I never. But I had friends, you know, I had friends, a uh, friend that built a Camaro, and mm. I think it was a '73 or something like that. That was a thing in our day, huh? If you if you could build a Camaro, because yeah. I mean, where I came from, Mustangs were not mm. a thing. Like it just, I just, I mean, they were there, but it was that wasn't everybody's dream car. It was always the Camaro. I, yeah, I don't know. Why. Oh yeah, yeah, Camaro and Firebirds. Fire, yeah, and and uh, you know they, they went the whole F body went through that. You know, like there was a. 69 although like 67 to 69 that was similar and then mm-hmm. 70 to i don't know when but then you got that f body that uh that uh was in smoking the bandit and, yeah you know, 71 to like was it 79 or so well, no, I think it, that, well it 70, 77 was a new f body uh what was it what 76 77 something like that because you know that was different a little different than the one that the the 70, yeah. 71 okay. 72 73 okay. i don't remember uh, yeah but but, but i don't remember the years either yeah and they always had like third gen fourth gen whatever yeah yeah i, I, I i'm just yeah, but uh, but yeah, I always thought the Firebird was a badass car. Of course, now that you know, I've lost all my love for General Motors. It's all faded yeah. away because of you know they got rid of Oldsmobile. They got right. and I, I love and I tell you, I loved like the four four two. It was an amazing car. I it, saw one of those in pristine condition oh, about a week yeah. ago. Yeah, it's, oh, to me, what a to, great yeah, car. Yeah, and, and and now I you know at the time I you know I, I would rather you know. You know, uh, swim in tar than drive a Ford. But yes. now, but that's all gone now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't absolutely. afford a heartbeat. I, I, I've never been a fan of. Well, I had a friend who was a big Dodge guy, but I'm just not a fan of. Yeah, Dodge. I'm not but, a Mopar guy either. They did some interesting stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I, I can't. I, you know, there's there's people that get on that train. And man, that's it. You can't convince oh my God. them otherwise. Well, my brother, my older brother, was that way. Yeah. Yeah. So so my friend uh, and he may or may not be listening, but. Uh, we went and just to kind of jump around here a little bit. We went to uh, we, we we I took a college, uh, got a degree. My my very first college degree was in associates and applied science and automotive. Okay, you know, and so so I learned how to be a mechanic. You right. know? And one of my best friends who actually joined the Coast Guard with me, uh, he had a uh, God, what was it a Challenger I think. And uh, and in part of our project, we had to rebuild that. We we could we could rebuild a car, right? Okay. And so he rolled that damn Challenger in there, and I can't remember the engine. I think it was a three eighty three. But he had punched that thing out, you know, put in pop-up pistons and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And this thing had a power plant that was li- literally like, like it just, you know, kind of like you were talking earlier about your your kit car, mm-hmm. you know, like how you're like, I don't want to put too much power in. Yes. It was too much power for the car. Plus right. he had he had this torsion bar suspension, which is totally like, like garbage. Right. And, uh, and I remember he had had it parked at his grandparents' house for like the longest period of time, and the the fly plate, the flywheel had rusted to the clutch plate. Oh, it rusted. So so when you try to crank it, even if you had the clutch, and it was a four speed, like yeah, a yeah, pistol grip shifter. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty badass car, but mm-hmm. but in, in this thing was just basically like this like this rocket ship engine, wow. and uh, but everything else was just almost falling apart, right? Yeah, and that was pretty common back. Yeah, in the day, it was, yeah. but but and but this engine was tuned i mean it right. was it was scary well so that's what i'm saying like yeah. this is like if you if you go into the history of hot rodding and all yeah. of that sort of stuff that is essentially what most hot rodders did like yes. the way you, when you see hot rods nowadays that are all pristine and right. beautiful that, that wasn't the case back then most right. of them were hunks of shit yeah yeah they just had a big motor and shiny wheels you know right, what I mean? right. that's what it so, came down to so check this out so the so the the flywheel rusts to the clutch uh-huh. plate right and so every time he turned the key, even if the clutch was in, huh? it would just lurch. Yeah, cause, sure. Because so we we're like, and this is again, why am I still here? Yeah, why am I not dead? Yeah. 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 So what we did was we, uh, I got the bumper jack out, the old "do not work on your car" <laughs> bumper jack thing. Yes. And so we jacked this thing. So up. in case anybody's listening doesn't know what that is, those are those weird looking jacks you see strapped to the back of a jeep. Yeah. You know those kind of things. Yeah, it's, it's, it lifts the car by the bumper. Yeah. It is not meant to do anything other than change the tire. Yes. Do not get out of the car; you will yes. die. Yes. So he, we jacked that thing up on the bumper and uh, by the bumper jack. He. But now the wheels could freewheel, right? Right. So he was able to crank it up. But as soon as it got cranked up, uh, 
the wheels to start spinning. Yes. Right. So it's spinning like, and he could shift. So, so I guess he had it in first gear. And so as soon as he got it up, I basically kicked it off the jack. Oh, like, nice. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the wheels are spinning. Go, like, man, go. So literally, you know. It, and that didn't uh, break the clutch plate free? It did. Oh, no, that's exactly say. what oh, okay, it did. That's exactly what it did. As soon as it hit the ground, man, yeah. the thing just basically kicked up a rooster tail of gravel and dirt. <laughs> In and, your and, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, you know, for the most part, it was just like I kicked it just, just you know, almost like throwing a hand grenade and getting the foxhole, yes. right? And the thing hits the ground, just burns out. And, just, and it was in his, like, his, his grandparents' field in the back. <laughs> and, and so anyway, we drove that. So it, off it goes. And sure enough, it freed up the clutch plate. We took it back to uh, to uh, to our apartment because we were roommates at the time. And uh, and we took it out for a couple drives. But it was, it was, uh, it was like not... Dangerous. It was dangerous because yeah. it would it would go very fast, very yes. quickly. You'd yes. be out of control very fast. Yes. Anyway, okay. Yes. So anyway, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about your second car? Oh, second car. Well, okay. So now we just get. Let me just go through a bunch of cars. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay. 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 So uh, so I sold. So the the, the Catalina. Uh, even though it was just a very minor, got, was in a very minor accident, but got totaled out because right. like it had a little damage. They were like, "Oh, you're done," you know. Mm-hmm. And so I bought a uh, Dodge D50 pickup truck, and ah. that was like about 1985. It was an '83. Okay, nice. I, I actually, I, would, I wish I still had it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And those uh, are cool. It was a fun, little fun truck. Uh, sold that, got an Isuzu pickup. That's what I had when we were together, yep. friends in Key West. Yep. And then I sold that. Uh, that was like 1989. Sold that in like '96 and got in a Saturn. I remember that Saturn. Yeah, it was okay. It was good. I mean, it was reliable transportation. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when I got the. Then after I sold that, I got the WRX. Ah, okay. So, you made a jump. so I had a lot of cars. Yeah, in between I know there. you do. So, so yeah, in between there, let's see where are you at. Uh, you're. I, I'm now in. Uh, so 2003. that catches me up. Yeah, that catches me up to about about here. Okay, so um, I went to boot camp and I had my GMC Sprint. And I actually liked that car. I, I had an affection for that car. Like I'm it sure. was, it was like, a, that was a cool car. Yeah. While I'm in boot camp, my dad sold my car because he was on the title, obviously. Out from underneath you? Yep. Out from underneath me. Well, how pissed were you? I was pretty pissed, but I got over it because he, he gave me in replacement uh-huh. the 77 Monte Carlo oh, the Monte that Carlo. my stepmom, that was her car. Huh. And she was getting rid of it, and he gave me that because he knew how much I really liked that car. I always liked that car. Monte I just Carlo. thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now I look back now, I go, well, Jesus. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but that thing had white leather interior. Well, it was pleather, right? Right. White pleather interior, and it had those swivel bucket seats. Oh, I wondered where you got all your class from. That's it. All I needed to do is get a pimp hat, and I was good to Dude, go. The, oh, by the way, the swivel buckets are hard. The to swivel come. buckets. People are, want they, those swivel buckets. I man. tell you what, I, mean, I was just, thinking about putting one of those in my hot rod when I build it, but why and, not? Yeah. Um, you, anyway, you, well, no, no, no. Let's no with, I, don't, I don't know about I, the mechanism. I, I want to stay with the swivel buckets just okay. for a second, okay. uh, only because uh, I know back when we were when I was hot riding, like people would have like Camaros or whatever, yeah. and they would look, they would try to find the they swivel would, buckets, yeah, yeah. so they could put the swivel buckets yeah. in, yeah, because they, they were they were good in two door cars, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So if anybody doesn't know, a swivel, it's just a bucket seat, right? I had a high back bu- bucket seat, yeah, um, and then you could push a lever on the side of it and then yeah. swivel the thing 90 degrees so you literally lean forward and step out of your car yes and it made and it, so your legs swung out and it was it made easy access and, and and exit and also for people in the back seat. and then in the back seat it made a nice big gap for people to climb in and out yeah. so but anyway yeah i, I, I like that feature i don't know that why that's not a that's I don't know. such a great thing i know hey Dear Ford, dear General Motors, listen to us. Take our ideas. Anyway, um, so yeah, I had that Monte Carlo for a while, um, and then I ended up, I can't even remember now. This is shocking to me. I can't even remember where I got it, but I bought a 68 Camaro. Mm-hmm. When I when I first moved out to California, um, I bought a '68 Camaro. I remember that. Was that the car? The blue one, yeah. yeah. And my brother long ago had bought these great big ass rims. <laughs> Yeah, this is all my class. Uh, my brother had bought these great big ass rims that were two tone gold and yeah. silver, right? And oh. I always thought they were, were cool. They were Kragers. They were Kragers, but yeah. they were two tone. Yeah. And um, I convinced him to sell those to me. Oh yeah, total. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony's mouthing bad words. <laughs> yeah. Took this, this was this was janky shit, man. Was I was janky. 19 years old. I don't know what the hell I was doing. But anyway, so I convinced him to uh, to sell me those, and uh, so he did, and he shipped them out to me and i put those on my car i put air shocks in the back like 
you know, you're supposed to. Uh, but anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. I, that car was cool. I liked it. Um, the only thing I didn't like about that car, A, it was automatic. I had the, the, the Turbo Hydra 350 automatic in it. And B, it was only a 327. And yeah. I, didn't no. know, I didn't know enough about cars at that time to, to like really hop it up and make it fun. I thought that car had a, uh, uh, like a six. No. 327. Okay. Oh, well, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, it wasn't fast or anything. I mean, it was fun, yeah. but it, it wasn't like fast or anything. You and I, it's not the car we drove up to. Uh, we drove around a lot. We, yeah, we drove up to uh, West Palm after Hurricane Andrew and that, didn't we? Possibly. I think that was the car we took. Yeah. Because yeah. then I did actually could afford a decent stereo. I'll put a decent stereo. That one did have a nice stereo. Yeah. We listened uh, the hell out of Rush. We and, did. Yeah. Rush in Boston. Nine things too, I remember the most. Yep. Uh, and then um, I, I think I'm missing something in between. I think there's a car missing, but the next car I can remember was I had a. I, I went out to um, uh, out to Florida, or sorry, out to California, and I got an '85 Toyota pickup, and it was essentially now SR5. They didn't call it that back then. Right. Essentially, just a, a, a little tiny two seater. I mean, there was no cab other than the, the two seats, uh, and that was a four wheel drive. And when I got stationed in Hawaii, man, I abused the shit out of that pickup. I four-wheeled that thing all over Hawaii. There's all kinds of red clay and stuff. Did you go back to Hawaii after you left Key West? I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember the sequence. Gotcha. Uh, Anyway, so then I also, when I was in Hawaii, I ended up buying an 87 Honda Prelude. I had a Honda Prelude, which was, um, I didn't have the fancy version with the four-wheel steering mm-hmm. uh, that came out the year after I got my car. And I was kind of pissed because I wanted that four-wheel steering thing. That's cool. Of course, I'm glad I didn't have it. But uh, Oh, there's a car missing because I, I couldn't afford that. I got in over my head. I bought it brand new, and it was expensive as crap. It was my first front-wheel drive car. And um, I, I, the salesman was good, man. He's probably dead by now. Well, I hope he's dead. Burning in hell. He convinced me to get this front-wheel drive car because he's like, oh, yeah, take this corner and, like, steer in, and then you can step on it, and it'll just pull you through the corner. And I'm thinking, oh, that's kind of cool, and I could feel it, right? It was like, oh, yeah, it works. But then after driving a front-wheel car in the rain, in the snow, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, But anyway, I got rid of that, and I got a, a Nissan Sentra, like the absolute base model because i lost my ass on that prelude i only had that thing for a year maybe and i couldn't afford it i was going underwater and payments and stuff so i traded it in and uh but anyway yeah so then i ended up oh when you and i were in key west i had i bought that car off of louis uh, i know it looks oh. like a 1980 delta 88 or whatever it was That was a cool car you remember that thing yeah, we yeah. painted it behind the galley with paint no, brushes I'd and rollers I'd, I'd actually left by the time you did that oh that's yeah. a man i wish you would have i wish you would have seen that yeah uh, yeah, that was. I took the back seats out and I used it for my drum kit. I had to go from gig to gig, and it was big enough to yeah. all my drums and PA system would fit in the back seat and the trunk. The yeah. yeah, and I'm just thinking now. You mentioned Louis. We could have a whole podcast. Oh, I have a whole podcast on Louis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then just before I left Key West, I ended up buying a '95 uh, Chevy Mark III pickup. I remember that. Yeah, it was white, lowered all that and yeah. it was that was nice i tell you i really liked that truck mostly because of the leather it had it had blue leather interior but it was like really nice mm-hmm. it wasn't cheesy chintzy whatever so that was good but that yeah. got me got me to the point where i then ended up with the mitsubishi 3000 gt i remember you buying that yep and that was a that was a fun car that oh, car yeah. was fast yeah that car was fast uh i after that dodge dually i had a a Big old red dually. Mm-hmm. Had a Volvo GL wagon, GL GL something wagon. I don't know. Big ass long gold. You know, <laughs> the car. Shit, that car is such a piece of shit. It had a sunroof on it, and uh, I had the sunroof open so much that it the wind started to get underneath the headliner from the sunroof. Right. And by the time I sold that thing, the whole headliner behind the driver's seat was like flapping, you know. Where were, like, you, where were you in your in your Coast Guard career? Are you retired then? I, no, no, no. This was, um, this was, where was I, Beltwell maybe? I can't remember. Hmm. Uh, that was, uh, so I had the, I had the dually when I was on the Eagle. Okay. Um, so that was up in Connecticut, and yeah, tried driving a dually in the snow. Oh God, that sucked. You know, plus, snow plus Connecticut isn't exactly the most wide open space. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. 
Yeah, then I moved to England and I got a Saab. I remember that. Oh, what was that? Marsh? No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, the Saab is the one that you and I blew tried. Up. Yeah, we yeah. blew it up. We tried to get to Stonehenge one day, me and Tony. And uh, we we're like, hey, yeah, let's go to Stonehenge and jump in my Saab. And we we're going down the ring road, the M25 that goes around yeah. uh, goes around London. And uh, the car just... <laughs> it's sort of getting, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm losing power. And we were in the middle lane. I don't know. Was that like a five lanes wide or something? Yeah, and um, And that's it. We started losing power. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can't get over. I can't get over. No, it, it, we were trying to get to the side of the road. It, it wasn't anything that we had done. It just gave up. No, yeah, the, the, the head gasket gave yeah. up, yeah. I thought of the radiator, too. No, it was a... Uh, we did put a radiator in that well, car. Well, that, because that, that's what we thought it was. Oh. And then, oh, Jesus, we went on an adventure for that radio, taking city buses and stuff. Yeah, and trains. And went yeah. and bought this radiator and lugged the thing back on city buses and trains to and get let me, it. Let me tell you that real quick. Uh, I love our... I love our uh, cousins across the pond but their freaking auto parts store oh, they suck yeah compared to what we got here yeah no doubt i mean i'd kill for an auto zone or a freaking pep boys over there yeah no doubt but then I, I ended up getting rid of that and got a a voxel yeah we called it the marshmallow the marshmallow yep. yeah i was like then i kept that thing until until we left there yeah when i left there we got into an accident we were, we were pulling out and some guy was going too quick and he was cutting uh, along the side of the road and he hit the side of a, the car just a front quarter panel right and uh, so the insurance totaled the thing out and then when it was time to leave england i i said here come take your car you know and they never came and picked it up so no joke when we left we were flying out of england that morning mm-hmm. i left the keys in the uh in the gas tank compartment you know where you fill up your fuel tank yeah i stuck the key in there and called the insurance company and said Sitting in the parking lot, go get it, because I I'm out. I have no idea what ever happened to it. So yeah, so but yeah, it's probably still sitting there. The Vauxhall Munza, I think it was called. <laughs> yeah, then moved to South Africa after that, and I got a Volkswagen Jetta in South Africa. In South Africa, but it was a diesel. It was not. It was gas. Really? It was gas. Wow. Yeah. And the reason I say that is there is a lot of diesel vehicles in South yeah. Africa. Yeah. All over Africa and Europe, there's a lot of diesels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that car, we ended up slipping a timing belt on Safari. We were in Safari, and um, I didn't know this at the time because I never worked on this car. We just bought it, and um, the <laughs> the the timing belt on the bottom side of the motor was actually exposed, mm. and uh, I guess it's trans transverse mounted, right. whatever. Uh, so yeah, there was a cover. Apparently, it was supposed to be down there. It wasn't sort of like a timing chain cover, right? And uh, we were just driving around on safari lions and shit around or whatever and i guess a rock got up in there and slipped a tooth oh. and the car wouldn't run so then we're stuck we're literally stuck in the kruger national park so i mean <laughs> i remember distinctly there were um antelope nearby right i was like oh it's cool yeah it's antelope and then i was like wait a minute that's food that's what lions eat right <laughs> okay i'm not getting out of the car <laughs> so somebody had eventually we stuck around for a little while and somebody came up behind us and we uh we waved them down and they took us to a gas station and got the thing towed back in and got it fixed and whatever so nice well anyway damn yeah i still got more so where are you at now you got your Keep you got going. your wrx yeah i only got two more vehicles after the WRX. what yeah so okay i got three. a lot more yeah okay so in south africa get to uh yeah get to when you get well, probably get, I don't know. I know you got a lot when you were in California. Too. Yeah, I'll keep going. Okay. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, leave South Africa, come back to the United States. And my dad, I told, my dad lives in Kentucky. I said, yeah, dad, come back to the United States. You know, got married, all this sort of stuff. And he's like, oh, I get your wedding present. <laughs> he got me a 1986 GMC window van. That oh, was his wedding present. The, the uh, the what child we, molester van. No, we called it something else. Uh, what did we we didn't call it the child molester van? That's what I called it. The, the wolf. The wolf. Yeah, the had a wolf. big. Yeah, yeah. The, the spare tire cover on the back had a big wolf it had a mural, mural painted it had a mural on, on it. the side too, didn't it? No, no, just on the. Really? No, it was white with maroon stripes, and that had that wolf painted on the back. It was. It was a custom van. Oh yeah. 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 We took that, we took that thing to Yellowstone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yosemite. To, to Yosemite. Yosemite. Yeah. It was a uh, red uh, velour seats. They also swivel swivel buckets. They That's swiveled. Right. That's right. Captain's chairs. They called them yeah. by then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was comfortable, but yeah. what a hunk of crap that Squeaked car was. Squeaked like crazy. Oh Jesus, that car was yeah. terrible. Had yeah. no suspension. No suspension. Yep. Uh, then Elzette ended up getting a '99 Volkswagen Beetle, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, for what it was, that was that was okay. Uh, that's when I ended up getting my Mini. I got a '98 
Mini Cooper. Yeah, a real was one. made by Range Rover, right? It was, yeah. it was built by Range Rover back in the day. And it's one of the original Mini Coopers. Yeah, like you see in like a, like in Mr. Bean, not yes. like the... Mm-hmm. Not the like BM, the new Mini. Not the BMWs. Nope. No. Yep. And I will say, at this on this entire list, that is the only car that I regret getting rid of. Really? That car was so fun. I swear to God, it was like driving a go-kart. Mm-hmm. It needed more power. Um, but other than that, it was so much fun to drive, man. It was mm-hmm. just great. I used to power slide that thing into the parking lot when I worked at Starbucks. Funny. I was an opener, you know, so I'd come in at 4.30 in the morning, and I'd just zoom, get about 40 miles an hour, and grab the handbrake and slide sideways into the parking lot. <laughs> and there's no way that thing would ever flip over. Oh, no, shit, no, no. I, I mean, I guess you hit a big enough bump, but... Right. Uh, yep, yeah, so I got rid of that car because the, the clear coat started to peel on it, and I was kind of getting tired of it. It was It was... It wasn't a luxury car in any stretch, you know. It was very kind of tinny and stuff, a little tiny little four-cylinder engine in it, so you had to rev the shit out of it every time you went somewhere. Didn't it have a Union Jack? It did, yeah, yeah. on the roof, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the clear coat started to peel, and I said, eh, it was time to get rid of it. So I got rid of that and got a BMW Z3. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I called the Banana, a big yellow Z3. Nice. And that that was the first like, real appreciation I started getting for BMWs because— the car itself was okay, right? It was a six-cylinder, mm-hmm. long nose kind of a deal. But when you drove it, it, A, it was kind of precision, especially coming off the mm-hmm. Mini, which was loosey-goosey. Uh, but when you really got on that car and you started driving it aggressively, mm-hmm. it changed personality. It like came alive. Mm-hmm. You know, you get onto an entry ramp onto the freeway, and it was a five-speed, and you really get on it and start going. It, it The suspension reacted differently. Um, and it started, it really became fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, just driving around casually was whatever. But So I hung on to that for a while. Then we got a Honda Element, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really cool car. It was really practical. It was freaking massive in the back when you folded up all the seats and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We used that a lot for, we were, Elsa and I were sports coaches, so we lugged a lot of gear around, and that was real good for that. Um, then I jumped onto my 53 Chevy pickup. Mm-hmm. And that was a garage queen for a while because when I bought it, it was a. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a. I, was, I remember I told my friend Mike, who's, who's my best friend for a long time, uh, we drove his truck and trailer up there to pick this thing up. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, Mike, don't worry, man. I'll just drive it back. And he goes, I don't know, man. Let's bring the trailer just in case, you know. <laughs> Thank God for that. Mm-hmm. This thing, the the transmission mount wasn't even bolted. It was literally a piece of metal sitting there underneath resting on the frame mm-hmm. and the dude let me test drive it like that and i'm like you fucking asshole anyway but uh yeah that was a that was kind of a complete restoration project i mean we ripped the motor out mm-hmm. gutted the whole thing painted the whole thing over overhauled the engine put a cam in it all that stuff uh and that was the first time i really like okay i'm diving in now and really gonna do hot rod like mm-hmm. the cool old-fashioned way and that was fun that was probably about a two or three year project altogether uh, we built a center console for it, got leather interior, got it all nice, and then moved to Colorado. And when I got to Colorado, I lived in a in a mountain community, and it was like a mile and a half up of a steep mountain road. And that truck was one-wheel drive. I never replaced a differential in the back. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like the gravel. I just I couldn't get up the road. Mm-hmm. So I literally sat in the Walmart parking lot. It was like, this is a cool-ass hot rod. Sat in the Walmart parking lot for a week until I could figure out what to do with it. So they had, there was a local shop there, um, and I put it on consignment and ended up selling it. Uh, so, but that was okay. And then um, Elseth ended up with a, a Ford F-150, which we, which we still have, yeah. Um, which was, that's a, that, that, to be honest, that's one of the better cars I've ever owned. Mm. Uh, it's really, really comfortable. It's plenty powerful. It's got that twin turbo V6 in it. Um, so that's really good. And, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a really solid vehicle. Mm-hmm. I can see why they're like, you know, they brag Everybody about, loves yeah, being number one sellers yeah. and stuff. Um, and then when I sold the, when I sold the uh, 53, um, I ended up getting a Range Rover mm-hmm. because I wanted the traction and the quality of the vehicle to get up and down that mountain road because I knew snow was coming. We moved mm-hmm. there in like in March, right? And I knew it was going to snow and stuff, so I, I bought a, a Range Rover, um, <clears throat> not a Land Rover, but a Range Rover, which is the and I bought the HSE Sport thing, so like 550 horsepower, um, yeah, V8. It was that was that was a fantastic car. Mm. Yeah, that was really good. You sold that. 
I sold that and uh, ended up getting my current car. The Beamer. Which is a Beamer, yeah, 750 Li with the M package, which so far to date is my most luxurious and fastest car that I've owned. It's faster than the Z3. Really? Yeah, yeah. The Mitsubishi? Like, no, uh, the Mitsubishi, it's probably, it's. I would say it's probably as fast, if not faster than that Mitsubishi. And also, it's you, got a twin turbo V8 in it. Well, and you also have a uh, uh, kit car on order. Yeah, I ordered a factory five um, kit car, and I was just telling Tony this morning that I saw one on the road this morning, and I've been waffling back and forth between the 33 hot rod and the 65 Daytona coupe. Mm. And seeing the 33 hot rod on the road today convinced me to get the Daytona coupe. So I'm going to call them on. Monday and change my order from the hot rod to the Daytona coupe. They don't, they won't mind. Man, it's money for them. Either way. I gave him a deposit. Yeah. So some other guy, I'll get the 33 that's in line, you know, yeah, I was just asking cause they'll just, know, yeah, they'll just put me in the back of the line for the, gotcha. for the Daytona coupe. So, yeah. um, but that'll, so that'll be my, I haven't even, I only decided that this morning. So I don't even know what kind of engine transmission combo I'm going to put in that Daytona coupe, but it won't be the 427. That's when we were talking about too much power for us. That's just like, that's crazy, man. Yeah, no so, doubt. So. Well, yeah, you, uh, it's amazing. I mean, I remember we talked, you and I talked one time about uh, uh, AC Cobras and, mm-hmm. and how you can get like the AC Cobra with like the 281 and also I think mm-hmm. it came with a 429. Mm-hmm. 427. 427? Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, I can remember, and, and that's... Yeah, I've well, so the same so. company, Factory 5 is the company um, right. that, that builds these kit cars. And right. it's not like, you know, when you and I were growing up and you get a kit car, you literally had to get two or three donor cars and scavenge parts. Right. And, you know, kind of really Frankenstein something together. And I never really had any interest in doing that because I don't have the tools or the space or the skills. Yeah. But Factory 5 figured out that they could engineer it to the point where you can build one of these things in your garage. Yeah. And... um so basically what they do is you order the kit and they ship it to you and it's the it's a it's a CAD designed race car chassis. Mm-hmm. So it is a race car frame. So for example, if you get that 33 hot rod, if you drive a real 1933 Ford that's been converted into a hot rod, mm-hmm. it drives like those old those mobiles that we had, you know, like your friend's yeah. car, too much power, not enough, you know, suspension yeah. and all that. Well, these cars are built uh, from the ground up as race cars. So they handle, it's like driving a, a modern day Corvette yeah. when you drive these. So um, I'm looking forward to that part. But um, Amazing. It's a big change. Yeah. But the Cobra is is what made this company popular. They do a lot of, of replica Cobras. So I, I just don't want that because we live in Texas. And there'll be four months out of the year where I will never drive that car because it's just too hot. You know, it's yeah. convertible all the time. When we get done with yours, maybe maybe that'll take me over the top. Yeah. Oh, you'll love this car, man. Uh-huh. This, you'll love that 65. All right. So let me finish. My yeah. List. Where else were you? Oh, well, so I, I mentioned in 2003, I bought a WRX. Yeah. Which that was a cool car. That was a freaking fun car, yeah. man. Uh, probably my biggest mistake with that is I did buy it new and, uh, you know, I wanted the best, best possible. And I right. had them put a, uh, you know, you could buy after you could buy upgrades yeah wrx upgrades that yeah. they would install and right. i and i put uh, an exhaust system and a handling packet on it uh-huh. package and the handling package is you had a rally so, car yeah yeah it, but it but it was it was rough i mean yes. like like it you felt every bump yes uh but uh but that car was crazy fast i mean mm-hmm. it was a 2.5 turbo you mm-hmm. know and the turbo was was like the size of a turbo that would be like on a diesel truck. It was just, right. it, once it spun up. So you know you, you you drive a car that's supercharged, you know, and it, and you have all that horsepower that's immediately to the wheels. But a turbocharger right. has to spin up. Yeah, you know? spins up. Yeah, you know they've they've solved that problem now. So like if you drive that F one fifty nowadays, yeah, I forgot what they, they what they call it, but it it gets rid of that turbo lag. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, and I it's like almost instant now, yeah, like I, LZ's car. That six cylinder is crazy. Yeah, I didn't even mind it that much, only because I actually I like the fact that like you, you you know you hit maybe three three five you know on the RPM and it would shove you in the seat. Right. You know, of course, once you know, I got to the point where I could. It was five speed. I got the five speed, and I got to the point where I could. You know, I would. You know, once I would, came off the line, uh, uh, once it was tacked up, I would. I would leave it there. Yeah, you, know you what could I mean? keep so it up there. I'd keep yeah. it up there. Yeah. So, uh, but but. Uh, so what happened to that car, it. Tony? I rolled it. I actually <laughs> rolled, rolled it. it. I was actually I was actually street racing somebody and and uh, illegally and I uh, and uh, I was on their tail and the guy I hit the brakes to get me off his tail and I whipped the wheel and rolled it. 
And Ouch. Uh, yeah, it sucked. You know what I mean? Yes. So, I mean, again, the things we learned. How fast were you going? Probably about 85. Oh, shit. You rolled it at 85? Yeah, yeah. God it damn. rolled multiple I times. I didn't know that. I thought I, you were I thought you were doing like 45 or 50. That was a mess. Yeah, wow. but, but again, I wasn't hurt. Wow. The car was very safe. It was that very says safe. says a lot for the car, doesn't it? Does, it does. Yeah. It does. You know, I probably rolled like three or four times. Jeez. And I remember the cops came and... Uh, uh, Did you just, land upside down or... Yes, I was upside down. Oh. And uh, when I got out of it... Uh, I remember uh, the guy that had done it. I, I think he had immediate regret, so he he pulled over to the side of the road and he was coming back to check on me. And and I, and of course, I got out of the car. I was fine, but I was shooken up. Yeah. And I looked up at him, and he was walking back like with this look of shock on his face. I don't even have don't, don't know who he is or anything like that. Uh-huh. And I looked at him and I just waved him away. I was like, "You do not need to be here." Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 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 Let's just let me eat this. Uh-huh. You know. And it worked out fine. I uh-huh. mean, you know, it was just it, it was it's. it's it was just bad. I'm not yeah. proud of it. It was yes. bad, you know. Yeah, and I hated yeah. the fact that I ruined that car. It was a lot of fun. I mean, right. it, it tore me up to get to do it. I probably would still have it today if I had yeah. rolled it. But it, it was funny after I rolled it. Uh, we, uh, me and uh, you know, I, I immediately bought like another another uh, Subaru, and it was it was supposed to be a gap filler car. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, 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 I bought it. It was another Subaru Impreza, not a WRX, anything like that. 1998 model, total piece of garbage. Yeah. Right? Drove that thing for like 11 years. Wow. That's yeah, a big gap. It is. Well, it was funny because uh, we, we moved to Seattle. And uh, once we're in Seattle, like you just don't have a nice car in Seattle. Yeah. You know, uh, the, Seattle is one of those uh, cities and parts of the uh, planet that just is not easy on cars. Right. right. And, uh, and I remember as, <laughs> a quick funny story uh, that we got back to Texas and we hadn't been here. Oh, oh when I bought the car, it had hail damage. Okay. So the car already had hail damage. It was already. So it already looked like crap. Yeah. yeah it, it had. It looked like an orange peel, right? Mm. And uh, we we were here like a year, and a massive hailstorm came through, right? And uh, and it totally. And I and I and already bought my next vehicle. I had a truck, but it was in the garage. Mm. And uh, and we'll get to that in a second. But uh, but the my wife's car and the other Subaru. She's got a Subaru, and the other Subaru was out in the driveway, and uh, and it just like. You know, had the hail damage, but I, I was like, I wonder if I should just contact USA and yeah. have them take a look at it. So they come out and they look at the, the little ninety eight, and they're like, they're like, Jesus Christ! Which <laughs> <laughs> like, just a good thing like, to go to Iraq like, or what? Yeah, where was this thing in the hail? I mean, did you literally have this thing like, like did you drive it around and just let it just did you follow the hailstorm uh-huh. as it was leaving San Antonio? Because because it was it looked like it like a, somebody just dumped a. A, a bucket load of uh, like a like a bulldozer load of, of gravel on it, right? Right. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know what happened. It's weird, right? <laughs> and so the guy was like, uh, Well, you know, we'll give you like uh, three thousand dollars or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. And, and I was like, Well, is there any way I can I can keep the car, you know? And he goes, Well, we'll give you half of that, and you can keep the car. I was like, That's fine. Well, yeah. So like, I don't know, it was like fifteen hundred versus three thousand right, or something. Right. And then uh, Melanie's car. Uh, we took it to the shop and she was driving, I was driving my truck and she was driving the car and she was actually downtown on Broadway. And, uh, somebody came across like three lanes of traffic and, and, uh, and caught just the very front quarter panel of that car, mm-hmm. that Impreza. I mean, honestly, it like knocked out a, a turn signal. Right. Right. And they were like totaled. Like when the USA yeah. came, they were like, it's totaled. And I was like, uh, well, how can I take half of it? And they're like, it's totaled. Okay, mm-hmm. we're not, you know, we're not going to kick this can down the road anymore. Yeah. Either take the money or well, whatever. Well, yeah, it's that's that's an that's an insurance deal though. If because yeah. if, if they sell it to you as a as a totaled car and, and something yeah. bad happens, then you can sue them. Yeah, I guess so. But they yeah. didn't they didn't want anything to do with it. So yeah. they were, so so I ended up. But but honestly, the car was a, uh, a difficult to drive. It was yeah. it had really kind of seen it. You know, I was thinking about this earlier because we we're talking. I ended up buying. I had my truck, which is a. Uh, uh, 2015 Toyota Tundra, kind of like you talked about your uh, Mark III, right? Mm-hmm. Very similar, just a freaking nice truck. Yeah, it's it beautiful inside. And yeah, comfy. Yeah, super comfy. Texas you know? edition even. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a 1794 edition. Uh-huh. And the reason they call it a 1794 is funny because uh, it has, it's built here in, in uh, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And uh, 1794 is the where, where the ranch that the Toyota factory is on. That's oh, what it was. okay. Yeah, we, I, I we, thought that was a surcharge they charged you just because they Texas on it. Yeah, you know it's funny because when I got it, it's a blue truck and it's got uh, brown and it's got like brown leather interior. Yeah, I wanted to have uh, silver like gray interior, uh-huh. and the guy was like, "Are you a big uh, Dallas Cowboys fan?" And I'm thinking, "I know." And he goes, "If you buy this truck with silver with gray interior and yeah, blue truck, and blue truck, yeah. everybody's gonna think you're a Cowboys yeah. fan." I was like, "All right, no." Pass. So so I ended up getting the the. Uh, the I think the, the interior is 
Pretty, awesome on that car. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, and then uh, when I got rid of that, I got the FJ Cruiser. But I was thinking it's interesting because the FJ, FJ Cruiser is a 2011. Mm-hmm. It's so it's 11 years old. It's still like in amazing shape it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's it is as close i mean to me it's as good as a new car i mean other yeah. than it doesn't have all the bells and whistles i was thinking back to that catalina i mentioned earlier yeah when i had that catalina it was like 11 years old too right and the difference it, it was a piece of shit yes it was a fucking piece of shit well it's because right? it's a piece of shit from the beginning yes i think a lot of it has to do with now nowadays when they make cars yeah, especially they're way better they're way better yeah way, way better, better. So, uh, but I don't know. Well, it's like that Beamer that I drive, man. You yeah. haven't even been in my car yet. I you, need, no. you need to take a ride in this thing. I do. It was like I paid. I paid. Uh, I don't even want to give the numbers. I got a I, really I good this. deal. Okay. I got a really good deal on this car. Right. Really good. Yep. And it was like brand new inside. Okay. Like brand new inside. Right. There's a couple of scratches on the outside, and and there's some um, there's some uh, issues with the paint. It's not. I mean. 10 feet away, you can't tell. Right. Uh, but it has some water spots and stuff that you can polish out, which once I ever get my garage done, I'll do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it's like brand new inside. It's got all the bells and whistles, paddle shifters, got heads-up display on it. It's got a, a Bang & Olufsen stereo system in it. Yeah. And it's just like, it is just nice to drive. And if you feel like getting froggy. Yeah. You know, you throw it into sport. It's got sport and sport plus. Right. And sport plus takes off all your traction control stuff. When you throw it into sport or sport plus and you start using the paddle shifters, that thing hauls ass, man. It's crazy fun. Well, you know, it's weird uh, as far as talking about uh, comfort and just like the truck, you know. Yeah. Because the truck is barely, I mean, it's a truck, but it it might as well just be. They drive like a big car. It's it's a luxury car, Mm. really. And I remember probably when I was in my 30s, maybe when I had like the, the, the Saturn or maybe even with that Impreza, I remember thinking, I, I think I'm getting old, but I never want to go on a long road trip. I just feel like every time I go on a long drive, I'm just crazy uncomfortable at the end right. of it. That truck like changed my mind. Oh all yeah, that. like totally. now now I can drive because yeah. I just got I just got them driving back and forth to Utah. Yeah, and it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's crazy. No, it's... So so let me ask. So uh, just to kind of uh, summarize, out of all those cars you've owned. Uh-huh. The Mini Cooper is the one. The Mini Cooper, yeah. Yeah, mine, yeah. mine would be the WRX. Yeah, the Mini Cooper was uh, was fun. I, I will have to say that this this Beamer is is starting to edge out the Mini. Wow. Uh, only because it offers a lot of the same uh, fun factor, but mm-hmm. it also adds in the creature comfort. Nice. Because uh, the Mini was a, yeah, from the interior, very very basic. Right. Uh, tinny and loud and road noise and all that and. This thing, I mean, I'm not kidding you. When I drive to work in the morning, uh, I drive on a two-lane country road, uh, and it's 25 or 30 miles. And if I'm early and there's not a lot of traffic, I mean, you do 90 or 95, and and it feels like you're doing 50. Right. It's it's ridiculous, this car. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's funny to talk about. uh, Tell that to Officer Ruiz. (laughs) I I thought I was doing 50. (laughs) You mentioned, uh, uh, but uh, maybe I'll end it on this. I remember when you were living in uh, in California, and I had to drive. I was drive the first time I drove up to Seattle. I was driving uh, Melanie's. She had a uh, uh, what was that damn vehicle? It was a it was like the Geo. It's like a little Geo. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Uh, a little four wheel drive. Jelly bean kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Oh my God, that thing was a. You talk about co- comfort or lack thereof in a vehicle. Yes. I swear to God, when when I got there, <laughs> one thing about that is uh, her car. It was like falling apart, even mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. Uh, and. Uh, like like I, by the time I was like you know probably like forty hours into that trip I was just like oh my god like you're crippled I, I, so she had her her and, and of course the thing's a piece of shit right mm. if she listens to this Melanie you know it's a piece of shit right yeah, yes. but but one of the uh, air vents had fallen <laughs> off like in other words like like yes. do you know the story no no so one of the air vents had just popped out of the dash and 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 I had like put all my all the last of our belongings in this vehicle and i didn't realize how it was going to be but but honest to gosh it was like i was driving you know the, it was like a like a all i had was that seat everything else was just packed sh- with stuff just shit right and i'm driving this thing and it's just like i was like <laughs> and and, the, and the, the the wheelbase was the perfect width or whatever of like how they cut the concrete the concrete on, road so it's like and so I, I was just like, I know for a fact. I, I, okay, everybody's like, no. Uh, I know. I, I've, I had my own bouts with cancer. This shit gave me the cancer. I yeah. guarantee. You, you fucking think it is? Yeah. yeah. So, so, but anyway, so I'm driving, and the, the air vent had popped out, and and I was, I had uh, the the my, my phone, like the you know cell phone, mm-hmm. and uh, 
And so I was driving and I was, I went to throw that phone up on the dash and I fucking threw it in that air vent, man. <laughs> I threw it in that goddamn air vent. And so I hear it like, I hear it like, <laughs> and I was like, no, I mean like literally. And so right after that, like Melanie starts calling, right? Oh shit. And so I'm not answering. Uh, so what does she do? Huh? Calls back. Calls back, right? I think that phone for like six hours in between oh, like shit. Portland and freaking never stopped ringing. I swear to you, like I never drove that thing again. Oh, never. I had, I had ordered a new phone. Couldn't get it out of there. Traumatized. It was the worst. Anyway. Yeah. WRX, right. I would keep. You yeah. Would, yeah so. The Mini is the only car that I would that I would buy again. Yeah, we might. But I, I'll have to tell you this. You know, I was talking about creature comforts and yeah. all that sort of stuff. I will tell you this, that when I get that um, that Daytona Coupe, that is not going to be a luxury car. No. It's going to be like your WRX. You'll feel every bump. It's right. got a tight suspension on it. It's loud as hell. It's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to love it. We're going to revi- We're going to revisit this. Yeah. That, that'll be a fun one. We've been talking for a while, so we probably should end it here. Okay. So, all right. Because we listened to D- Doug had a lot of damn cars. I had a lot of cars, he yeah. Did, and so. that doesn't even include the motorcycles. There's no, a bunch of motorcycles no, so. that need to fold yeah. in there somewhere. And there, a couple airplanes? No, nope, no. A blimp? A blimp? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a magic carpet. Let <laughs> <laughs> the podcast Why, for another day. That is burying the lead. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Well, thank you again for listening. Uh, we're going to end it there. I hope everybody has a great day. Post up for us your favorite car. Yes, post your vehicles, or if you have vehicle questions, or uh, yeah, don't don't post vehicle questions. We're not going to. No, no, please do, and let us (laughs) let us give you the wrong info. Yes. All right. Thanks again, everybody. You have a see ya. You have a great day. Bye. This is Analog Spectrum. One likes the Pina Colada song. One doesn't. Can you guess which Oh, man. Mm. You're welcome. That's amazing. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. As always, Doug and I really appreciate you taking a break from your crazy-ass life and listening to us shoot the breeze for an hour or so. It really means a ton to both of us. With every episode, we're growing slow and steady, and there's no shortage of crazy, ridiculous stuff for us to talk about. But with that said... We're always looking for new ideas in a different direction. So if you have a show suggestion, or hell, if you have a fascinating story you want to tell, send us an email at analogspectrum, and that's all one word, at gmail.com. And maybe we'll talk about what you want to hear. Or better yet, maybe you can be a guest on the world's fastest growing podcast that happens to be hosted by two 50-something-year-old guys talking about mindless idiocy. As I've stressed in the past, we have a website. You can find the link in the show's description check it out i can pretty much guarantee that you'll find something that interests you from one of our previous posts even more essential please follow us we're on all the major platforms including spotify and apple podcasts once subscribed you'll get a heads up about our weekly uploads finally for any cast you've enjoyed please leave a comment i read them all and leave a five-star review and if you're thinking about leaving something less than five stars i'll just go ahead and say it that's pretty messed up but hey that's fine you got to do what you got to do Oh, and you can do us one other favor. Share our show with, like, friends, family, enemies, and that maybe that random stranger on the subway that had that crazy-ass look in his eyes. Sharing makes us grow, and the bigger our analog spectrum community gets, the better our shows will be. Okay, that last part's not necessarily true, uh, but sharing is caring or some such nonsense. As always, thanks for joining us on this ride, and we look forward to sharing more analog spectrum awesomeness with you soon. <laughs>